You are listening to Bullet Points with Margot Bennett, the Executive Director of Women Against Gun Violence. Bullet Points is our 15-minute monthly update on hot topics in the gun violence prevention movement. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me. I'm Margot Bennett, the Executive Director of Women Against Gun Violence, and this is Bullet Points, our 15-minute or less podcast where we update you on hot topics in the gun violence prevention movement. It's been an exciting time for the gun violence prevention movement. The Biden-Harris administration has announced its initial actions to address the gun violence public health epidemic and has also released a fact sheet that provides more details on the administration's investments in community violence interventions. The fact sheet, as well as the White House announcement, are on the legislative page of our website at www.wagva.org. For me, this initial success further highlights the importance of voting and the danger voter suppression poses to passing gun laws that are critical to ending this epidemic that takes over 40,000 lives per year in the United States. Today, I'll talk about how gerrymandering impacts voting rights and movement on gun violence prevention. The Center for American Progress, an independent nonpartisan policy institute, has published a series of reports that analyze how partisan gerrymandering affects issues from gun violence prevention to access to health insurance to policies that are important to children and families. Recent polling carried out by Morning Consult showed significant bipartisan support for making background checks before gun purchases a universal standard. Over 84% of voters said they backed universal background checks, which the recent House-approved legislation would make a reality. That included 77% of Republicans, 82% of independent voters, and 91% of Democrats. A Fox News poll found that 67% of Americans support banning assault rifles and semi-automatic weapons. The poll also found 90% support for background checks on all gun buyers, including at shows and private sales. With polling like that, why can't we get our states and our Congress to pass sensible gun laws? Every 10 years, each U.S. state redraws its electoral districts, lines on a map that have serious real-world consequences. If districts are drawn fairly, then the public can elect representatives who reflect the views of the population as a whole. But if the district lines are manipulated through partisan gerrymandering, then the legislature will be untethered from the popular will. And that is exactly what has happened. As an example, Michigan Democrats have received a majority of votes for their state house since at least 2012. 
but have not come close to winning a majority of House seats. In the 2018 election, although Democratic candidates received 52.4% of the votes for State House and 51.3% of votes for the State Senate, Republican candidates received majorities in both chambers. Although Republican candidates received 48.1% of the total statewide votes for both the State House and Senate, they received 54.1% of the total seats. One major concern in Michigan is the high number of gun-related suicides. According to data from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, 6,424 people in Michigan died by gun-related suicide from 2008 through 2017, meaning a gun suicide occurred in the state every 14 hours. To address this crisis, Michiganders have been urging their state legislature to enact extreme risk protection orders, or ERPO legislation. Early research on the effect of ERPO laws has found that this measure is particularly effective at preventing gun-related suicides. A 2019 poll by the Michigan chapter of the American Academy of Pediatrics found that 70% of Michigan voters support the proposal, including 64% of Republicans. And now just a quick side note. In 2016, California enacted a gun violence restraining order nationally known as Extreme Risk Protection Orders, or ERPOs. The policy enables law enforcement, as well as individual family or household members who observe a person's dangerous behavior, to initiate a legal process that results in the temporary removal of that person's firearms and ammunition. That process also temporarily prevents the individual from legally purchasing firearms and ammunition. ERPOs help fill a gap in violence prevention policy by allowing individuals to intervene when someone who is not prohibited from owning a firearm poses an immediate risk of violence to themselves or others. ERPOs are a tool for targeted violence prevention when other risk reduction interventions, such as arrest on probable cause, domestic violence, and other protective orders, are not appropriate or have failed. ERPO laws in California and elsewhere have been established after mass shooting events, but evidence thus far points to their promise for preventing suicides, the overall leaning cause of death from firearms in the United States. As part of their initial actions to address the gun violence public health epidemic, the Biden-Harris administration has directed the Department of Justice to publish model ERPO laws for states to use. Now back to Michigan. ERPO bills have been introduced in both chambers of the Michigan legislature 
that have not passed. Governor Gretchen Whitmer has expressly urged state lawmakers to pass this legislation, tweeting in August 2019, no single law can prevent every instance of gun violence, but this is a common sense step. We can't wait idly by for an act of gun violence to devastate our state to demand action. We must act now. But what's keeping Michigan from passing an ERPO law? Gerrymandering. In recent years, gerrymandered legislatures have pioneered other tools to stay in power, including making it harder for voters who oppose them to cast a ballot. It is a power grab on top of a power grab. Legislative majorities that receive a minority of the votes have used their unearned power to make it harder for citizens to cast a ballot further distancing themselves from accountability at the ballot box. If majorities of voters cannot elect majorities of legislators, that is a failure of democracy. If those ill-gotten majorities then use their power to further disenfranchise voters, that is a democratic downward spiral. Fortunately, Voters and reform advocates have the capacity to fight back. As more and more citizens and political leaders have come to understand the problem of partisan gerrymandering, there has been a slow but steady string of anti-gerrymandering victories. Several states, including California and Arizona, have put reforms in place that prohibit politicians from drawing their own districts instead entrusting independent citizen-led commissions to draw the districts. In Michigan, citizen activists passed a ballot initiative to create their own independent commission with specific criteria for district drawing. And in 2019, the U.S. House of Representatives passed a bill, H.R. 1, or the We the People Act, we require every state to use independent commissions to draw their federal districts. The bill was blocked by the U.S. Senate under Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. H.R. 1 has been reintroduced this year, 2021, passed the House, and is now in the Senate, where it may fall victim to the filibuster. Until our country puts an end to partisan gerrymandering, politicians will continue to place their own self-interest and the desires of the special interests who fund them over the will of the public. This is true on the urgent issue of gun violence prevention and so many other pressing issues that we face as a country. Well, that's it for today. Please sign up for our action alerts on our website at www.wagva.org. Our action alerts will provide you with details and updates as legislation moves through Congress or our California legislature. And if you have any questions, please feel free to email me 
at WAGV at WAGV.org. Thank you for listening to Bullet Points, and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Visit our website at WAGV.org to sign up for our action alerts. We're looking forward to you joining us next month.